Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. November 3rd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker and Scooter Hoosier Dingus here on your wacky Wednesday morning. Justin Kalen, how the heck are you? Oh, man. I have probably never been so tired this year. I mean, that's I stayed up, watched the whole Braves game. And then I got hooked into the Phoenix Suns game last night. Devin Booker was trying to lead the comeback charge. Ended up doing it. What a night. It was a great night of sports, but I relinquished some sleep in the process. How are you? Tired. Uh, Didn't stay up for the end of any games, but I can almost promise you I, I would have gotten less sleep than you did. But congrats to the Atlanta Braves, World Series champion. Nick Roush, radio show starts at 704. 7.04 is when we start our radio show. Only been doing it for three years plus. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Well, you know, maybe running late, so I made sure I got donuts to make up for it. They're not the good kind. Yeah, I don't want them. You just had those in your car. No, (laughs) You just had those in your car. Those are not from Thornton's. Because you have a child. That's not from Thornton's. (laughs) That is not a, I'm late. I better make it right and get them something. No, it's, that was no, definitely sharing. But I did at least. You brought us a laugh. And yeah, you at least. Did there you go. <laughs> Nobody wants those donuts. Oh, I do. I'm, I'm very much looking <laughs> yeah, forward to I bet those. You do. Those little chocolate donuts are good. Nick, did you just goof up and Actually, not realize there was I frost? I do like those donuts. Is that what happened? He's got a garage now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't that. It's just getting out of the house a little bit more difficult with you know. But little, you do have a garage though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you enjoyed it? Um, no, because there's too much stuff in it right now. <laughs> but Brooke said she does not want it. She conceded oh, the garage to me. Yeah, Wowzers. Right. So, Wait, it's one car? Well, it's two, but like we're putting stuff in it, so it's, we I, just want to have room I, for one I'm car. I'm just telling you, she'll have a change of heart. When she when starts she scrape it, scraping the scraping ice, ice off. off. One car has to be scraped, one car doesn't. Or she'll just take the car that doesn't need to be scraped every time and leave you. Well, I leave SOL. first, though. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you both leave early. That's the crappy thing. It's not like one can go at, like, 10 when the sun has helped you out a little bit. Right. Just little insider, tri- just clear out the garage, keep it for parking. Make well, everybody happy. She's got, like, a workbench, though. So that's, like, keeping her happy is having her stuff in there. Yeah, but put that somewhere else. I mean, in the inside place. Yeah, I'm just saying. Basement, the basement's short though, so if we were scooter size, maybe <laughs> that's an option. I think there's one thing that, like, once people have a garage, you can never go back to not having one. But maybe I'm I'm alone in that. Maybe, maybe you might be. Um, be. I did stay up and watch. I wa- it was a great Tuesday sports night. It was. Like, you were so, watching Maction though. Yeah, I was going back and forth because oh, baseball. I have easily. a qualm with Maction. Bad whoa, beat. Whoa, you have a qualm. Bad have, beat. Oh my goodness, the Maction was great though. It was. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, did you take? Uh, you, you had Akron then, didn't you? So no, I actually took. I was leaving the house before I went to work yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to have some skin in the game. Bet over on every single Maction game. Because <laughs> I, I love know, it. That's safe. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty safe. So. Two of the games were safe out of que- or it, not in question. They were the overhead hit, but we had Akron and Ball State at fifty-eight and a half, 
what was it, 31-25, so they're at 56. Yeah, Akron, just need a score. Akron's driving with two minutes left. Their quarterback has a wide-open lane to the end zone, yeah. fumbles on the one-yard line. He, he, he did the thing, TJ, where he mm. tried to be a hero and overextend and just launches the ball in the end zone. So the Ball, ball State gets it back and, of course, well, runs the clock the out. The thing that was crazy, <laughs> too, is that – there's three different opportunities for an Akron guy to recover it in the end zone. And one of those guys <laughs> was a former Wildcat, Nick Ojinovich, the uh, tight end Nick Scalzo's old teammate. Nicky O couldn't jump on it? He had the ball like in his hand for like a, a mm. second, but it was kind of by his shoulder. It popped free. The Ball State guy gets it. Game over. I, I truly have no idea how they weren't able to recover that. Yeah, that, oh. was, that was probably one of the worst beats of my gambling career. The uh, – in, in the other game, the the Toledo Eastern Michigan game, we had an instance where they, there was a tight end that was every bit of two hundred fifty pounds, just a large, large human, and he went to jump up to get in the end zone, and he got helicoptered around. Oh, and it was the slowest and largest helicopter I've ever seen, <laughs> and you just wanted gravity to take him into the end zone, but he was just there was too much mass there, and the way he spun. The ball never crossed the plane, and it like hit at the one. Like his elbow that was carrying the ball hit at the one. They try to do. They're like, "Oh crap, we, we didn't get it." So they try to run up to the line and do a quarterback sneak and get stuffed a yard short. Mm. Oh man, the action, great! It, it's just exciting because like the following series, there was three instances where you thought there was gonna be a safety, but just wild things happening on a football field because they're just. They're not the highest quality of players. I've got my adopted Maction team in action tonight. Uh, I forgot. Yours was uh, Central Michigan? Western Michigan. Western. We have more Maction tonight? Oh, it's oh, yeah, yeah, Tuesdays just, uh, and Wednesdays from here on out. Probably just going to do the same thing again tonight. Only two Maction games overs. tonight, I think. Yep. If I'm Kent not State's uh, busting out some baby blues. Oh, they Look host like the San Diego Superchargers they, out there. They host Northern Illinois, the Salukis. And then Central Michigan will travel a bit west to Western Michigan in old Kalamazoo. Oh. Nice, nice. It, it's fun, though. It's a fun, you know, you, some of the games are bad. Some of them like, ooh, there's five minutes left, and it's a one-score game. Let's go. So, uh, fun stuff. Also fun when you do the thing where you turn it on to the World Series and you just immediately see a home run. Always cool. Like, was it the first home run? It was the second one. Oh, okay. I saw the first one because one Solaire hit went, I mean, that was a thousand. I mean, that was the just the bombinest bombs mm-hmm. of all bombs. I almost got kicked out of my bar after that one. Kicked <laughs> out, out of my bar. bar. Yeah. Wow. Because there was a couple of Braves fans there, and I had walked away. I was watching the whole game. Had walked away to the front desk for a moment, and that's when Solaire hit the three run homer. And I walked back, and they were like, "No, no, you gotta, you can't come <laughs> over here." <laughs> they were like, "We'll tin bar for you." I was like, "Oh, I missed the homer." Well, gotcha. Love those jokes. <laughs> Magic City. Bumping last night, I would imagine. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. A lot of the, wings, I would imagine. A lot of wings, yep. And uh, congrats to the Atlanta Braves and all those Atlanta Braves fans. Roush, it wasn't Maction that had the college football world chatting last night. Oh, what really had the folks going? Was it the college football playoff rankings? It was the college football playoff wow. rankings, which I didn't realize I was so passionate about. I was kind yes. of just trolling like, my friend group, and then I struck a chord, and I was like, oh, you know what? This is kind of fun. I'm going to keep poking this bear. But then the more I was doing it, I was like, I actually do believe this stuff that I'm saying. (laughs) Way to go, College Football Playoff Committee. You got it right. You nailed it. You got it perfectly. Maybe not perfectly right, but you at least got the top four correct. I I just love that it's one of those things that we get annoyed by. 
like when you're watching game day, they're talking way too much playoff, but yet they've got a way of just, uh, uh, gotcha. And last night, I know for a it lot does of folks, like they the, got you. The first one always is like, the, I'm sure they're doing this sin- sincerely, but if they were trying to do it to get people to talk, the first ranking's always like, whoa, let's talk. This isn't about- what you expected, because yeah. it usually goes off script from AP Top 25 and the coaches' ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the bigger surprises was the team Kentucky just lost to. Mississippi State ranked 17th, one spot ahead of Kentucky at number 18. Uh, Ole Miss at 16. A&M at 14. I mean, I mean, there's a ton of SEC teams in here. Just Auburn at 13. Yeah, so I, I think you see that the committee respects Kentucky for two reasons there, like Hey, Mississippi State beat a very good Kentucky team, so we're going to reward them. Also, that's a pretty good football team too, even though their record says that they're four and three. Five and three. Five and three. Excuse me. Wish they were four and four. Yeah. But the thing I, here's the the and, and there you could make the case that like, well, they make these rankings, of course they're gonna justify the top of their rankings by how they finish out the back of their rankings. But Alabama has a better resume than than Cincinnati. They yeah. have a better resume than Ohio State. They have a better resume than Oregon. And you may say, well, I'm not so sure about that. Cincinnati winning a Notre Dame, that's better than anything that Ohio that State's Al- done. That, well, I mean, well, you know, Cincinnati, Ohio State kind of breaking down these resumes. I think that between Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, if you break down those teams' resumes, they're pretty similar. Mm-hmm. You you could you could argue for one over another, but with these rankings, like this is the thing that my my friend was having a tough time understanding is that this is what the college football playoff is telling us. This is how they are viewing wins, losses, and resumes based on their complete one through twenty five rankings. So when you have Alabama. According to the college football playoff ranking, have two top eighteen wins, two top seventeen wins technically, two top seventeen wins by a combined sixty one points. Y- yes, that's mm-hmm. that's impressive from a resume standpoint. That's better than a lone one win at number ten Notre Dame in Cincinnati's case. If yep. I was Cincinnati, I'd you know obviously I'd be frustrated with it. We're six and you know we're eight and zero. We're number six. What? Seems like you're gonna you're gonna value other teams playing better teams, and we may be in a tough spot here. And they may be in a tough spot here, but at the end of the day, Roush, I always want the top four teams, the best four teams, resumes be damned. Now, if Kentucky's ever won where their resumes better than they look in the eye tests, and then I'll change my I'll pivot because it'll be Kentucky at that point. But if it's not Kentucky, I want my college football playoffs to be the best four teams, the ones that look like the best four teams, because that's those are gonna provide the most entertainment value, in my opinion. I think, as things stand right now, not only do they have what I think is maybe the best four teams from the eye test, I'd probably... Ohio State's good, so they're they're right there as well. But I think they've got the best four teams from a resume standpoint right there as well. Things will change, teams will win, teams will lose, people will fall, people will jump up. But to have Alabama number two is correct. They are the second best team in football right now. I've got no issue with it. Nope. They're the second best team in football. And maybe the, the best. Maybe the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's going to be surprised. What I, I like, Georgia. too, about all of this is that 
pretty much except for Cincinnati, a lot of the fate is in your own hands. You know, the the your rankings yeah. will be justified or not based on what you do down the stretch. So, like, uh, I, I saw Josh Moore saying that, well, all these SEC teams in front of Kentucky, New Year's Six Bowls, no way. Their chances died in Starkville. It's like, no. Like, have you seen who Mississippi State and Ole Miss have to play to end the season? Like, they're going to lose. Not, but And they play each other, so one of those teams is going <laughs> to yeah, lose. Yeah, like, there, there's, a, there's a lot of losing that's yet to happen. Like, for instance, Auburn, are they going to beat Alabama? No. And if they do, then they have a chance to actually be in the playoffs. So you, you do. still have a chance. Auburn to, wins out, they're in. Yeah, so you can fill their spot in the New Year's Six. Like, that's how this thing works. And you're high enough at 18. Like, I think that's really all you, like, would I like to, Kentucky to be 16 or something? Sure, I'd like for them to be higher. But you're within striking range. you got to be in that top 12. Other teams are going to lose. Just win it. Five SEC teams between 13 and 18. I wish Kentucky wasn't at the bottom of that pecking order. But you have four games left. You beat Tennessee, and then you should win the rest of the, the way. Other teams will lose. It'd be close, though. I, I bet it'd be close. Uh, Texas but- A&M and Auburn play this weekend. Like, one of those teams is going to drop after this. You know, yeah, unless like, it's like a one point. Texas A&M plays Ole Miss. Like they're uh, all of these teams kind of play each other. A lot of them do. And, and that's I not... mean, then you go to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I believe Michigan is ahead of them right now. Michigan and of State and Ohio State have to play at some point. Yeah, there, which is next week, I believe. Um, so yeah, like Michigan all... and Ohio State are going to play one another. Right. Like a lot of teams are going to be losing and falling off. Like and also uh, two lost Kentucky, probably. Actually, could be ahead of two loss in Michigan at some point, right? No, I, no, probably not. But they could play each other in a bowl game. They could. I could see that totally. I just, happening. I just think like a lot of the, uh, the kind of desperation in some of the takes are, uh, it's like not realizing that there's still a month of football to be played. November just started. A lot of football to be played. Lot to a lot of these rankings will change. I just, I was glad to. To see them just basically say, "List Georgia and Alabama are the best two teams we've got right now. Because they are the best two the, teams. The resumes back it up. The eye test back it up. We're going to put them one-two right now. And the, and that's that's where we're going to go. What I would wonder is Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC championship game by a very narrow margin. Can Alabama still stay in at that point? That'll be interesting. I think yeah, the obvious it, answer should it, be yes. It'll really yes, end but, up being coming down to the other factors. Yeah. Like, how bad does Oregon screw this up? Right. But if gosh, just if Kentucky it'd be great if Oregon screwed this beats up. Mississippi State, you're probably looking at Kentucky right around where Notre Dame is in that ballpark. Maybe even higher. Which would if they're been. thinking that highly of Mississippi State. That's true. You know that's uh, that's true. I mean, Mississippi State though, like you, you gotta you gotta think of them somewhat highly. They 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 won at A and M and they well, beat at the time a top fifteen Kentucky team. And uh, to Josh Moore's point as well. Uh, like a team like Wake Forest right now, they're not going to be like they, they'll just be an ACC rep. They're not going to be an at-large team. And Oklahoma's way too high. They've been beating squat. Yeah, they're going to end up being just a Big Twelve rep or whoever the yeah. Big Twelve champion. Like a lot of these teams that are up there as at-larges will end up dropping off. Um, but uh, there's something that somebody well, Oklahoma um, plays Baylor. If they be if they win at Baylor this week, they've got at Baylor and at Oklahoma State two teams ranked in the top fifteen in the AP poll. You you get those 
you get those games that I could change my tune on Oklahoma. Man, they really have not beat anybody. They have not. Jeez, oh Texas. Uh, yeah, Barely. That, that Texas. And then they impressive. almost lost to Kansas, and they almost lost at home to a mediocre West Virginia team, too. Oklahoma's a fraud. And can't, they only beat Kansas State by six. Yeah, and Kansas State's not great either. So, good point. Well said. I, I, I wanted to – I'm trying to find the exact number – uh, but there was somebody that was asking me on Twitter, like, well, what's the big deal about New Year's Six anyway? Like, why would we want to go and get smoked? And we, as long as we got a good location, like, let's go. Which I, I, I'm with you there to an extent. Um, but there's also, you, you got to consider how much money you can make from going to a New Year's Six ball. Uh, in 2019, uh, Cotton Bowl participation for Penn State was $4 million. Ooh. Yeah. $4 million compared to uh, – that's about four times what you would make if you went to, like, the Citrus Bowl or Outback Bowl. That would be just shy of, like, a million probably if you went to one of those two. So four times as much money. Money's good. That's not – and, like, that's a significant part of it because, like, that's what that, – that can be assistant coach salaries, raises. For a year, like there's a lot of important stuff, yeah. and like, or uh, you know, your your indoor facility, like just the turf on it, like this probably a three million dollars for a brand new turf, right? When you think, but no idea to do other not on the turf business. I, I would say right around there, but like the money alone is why the New Year Six is a big deal. But the even bigger deal, do you turn on ESPN over the next month? Do you see what they talk about? The New Year Six. Yes, you are the show. They've moved it around too. Now I I don't know what it is this year. I know a lot of it depends on the date of the playoff and all that. But essentially, each New Year Six game, instead of cramming them into New Year's, they're just like, all right, we're making one of these games a primetime game for like a week straight, and you are the show of bowl season for that day. They are the highest. They're the six highest rated games of the year. And when Kentucky was in the Citrus Bowl, that game was the seventh. They're always the sixth biggest of the year. You want to be a part of that for recruiting, for program building. Like it's it is worth it. And that's why this game coming up on Saturday against Tennessee is so damn important because you you win that and things look they're they start looking really peachy, TJ. Really peachy. If wait it, a minute, that's the name of a New Year's Six Bowl. <laughs> if it's not a New Year's Six Bowl, does it matter to you all which bowl it is? Uh, it's just personal preference at that point. Gotcha. Like we, Kentucky's done the Citrus recently, so I would want to go to the Outback. I get why some people wouldn't. The SEC tournaments in Tampa for crying out loud. So like, you know, why would you want to? I'd want I'd want Outback if it's not New Year's Six. But I, I do just want the New Year Six to be able to say New Year Six. 2018 yeah. had a chance to be able to do that. You weren't. It was still hell of a season, hell of a Citrus Bowl win over Penn State. That probably could have been more beneficial recruiting-wise than if you – I don't remember the New Year Six Bowl matchups in 2018. But if you play some crappy team that doesn't have name recognition, maybe doesn't help you as much on the recruiting trail as beating Penn State in that game does. So matchups can be more important than the bowl game itself. Right. But I just want to be able to to hang my hat on a New Year Six and say, hey, went to a New Year Six game yeah. watching the Cats. That, that would be pretty cool. Especially when you got to hear all those idiots um, on Floyd Street – you know, oh, BCS, when was the last time you went to a bowl game? <laughs> well, then, you know, they'll just be like, but two. We went to two of them. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Just uh, 
I'll be happy if they get to play in one of those big games. Because it's also... Yeah, Louisville's found out that the path to those big bowl games is a little tougher when you're playing yeah. good teams. Well, ACC, average teams, night in it, and night out. Right, right. Very tough against average opponents. Yeah. So, have you all heard the Mike Rutherford show at all since he's been out? Uh, a little bit here and there. I've heard Rashawn Myers uh, a couple days, um, but I think it was yesterday just a national show. Yeah, it was. So yeah. I think it was Rashawn Myers on Monday, which I, I generally like him. Think his takes are awesome. Oh, but they were clan- crushed by Kalen. Crushed they, by Kalen. They he was saying he would do a straight up trade Scott Satterfield for Coastal Carolina's coach. Why would you bring in another coach? Coming from a small school like they just did with Satterfield. It's, it, like, and, and also the thing, too, about uh, this guy, uh, um, and now his name escapes me, McCall's the quarterback's name. I forget. Uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Chadwell is his name. He has even less – like, they're the exact same coach. Except that <laughs> – Absolutely. That was my except point. Except yeah. that Coastal had more success, yeah. marginally more success than App State. Um, because they're both – Satterfield's problem was that he was only a head coach for two or three years, and Chadwell has only been a coach for three years too. And I think Satterfield spent like sixteen of his twenty years were at App State. Like he only briefly left. I think it's kind of similar for Chadwell as well, where he's been at the one spot. Um, so yeah that's just uh that that's people falling for the flavor of the much on the coaching carousel really 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 don't like that take I'm glad that you said that they're basically the same coach because when he said that I was like what why what what are we doing they are the same coach that's funny good yeah stuff. yeah but hey at least he's admitting that maybe he doesn't want Satterfield yeah <laughs> good for them that much was that, evident. that's a, a step in the right direction i I would venture to say well. Bowl games, college football playoff rankings. The end of the day, Roush just beat Tennessee. Things will take care of themselves. Yep. And we had more UK media opportunities yesterday. We did. Anything to tease before this break? Well, there was some interesting quotes from Liam Cohen about Chris Rodriguez. We'll read those when we get back. We're going to analyze that. I like it. Let's All bring right. out the bone saw. We'll do that. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. I was the mistress. With Walker and Roush. I wish I could be a mistress. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your hump day, wacky Wednesday. Hump day edition of KRC here on the Big X Sports Radio. Text on into the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. You read it, we will send it. Uh, you send it in, we will read it. That's generally how the text line works. And uh, pop in on by Thornton's on your way into your office. It's delicious. It's good. Nutritious, some might say. It is nutritious. Very convenient. That's without a doubt. 
Don't make the mistake Nick did and get donuts from another place. It's true. Don't do it. Get them from Thornton's because they yeah. are great. And, and the coffee there is really great too. I'm. Um, I got an iced coffee from Thornton's for the first time yesterday. Mm. It's really? good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, it was awesome. It's 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 uh, iced coffee season though is coming to a close. It's getting chilly. I don't drink hot coffee. Only ice. Only ice. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you sweeten it up some too. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> it is. By the time I'm done with it, it is far va- from healthy. Vanilla or caramel. Or... Oh yeah, all of it. Man, really, really pumping it up. I want like chocolate just... milk with my coffee. <laughs> Why not just chocolate milk by itself? I probably should just do that. What you drink? What are you drinking this morning? Water. What? Yeah, that's it. You're going to melt. The honest to God, guys, that would have been like 30 to 1 for that to be that, my that, answer. That's one thing I did not expect you <laughs> yeah. to say it was water. Do you drink water? I don't Justin? think I've ever heard you say the word water. Uh, I do not drink a lot unless of water. Unless you cough, no. in which no. case you're very familiar with water. <laughs> Suck it. You know what you should have is go to the Salsaritas, get yourself a blue Powerade. Ooh, that's refreshing. Best out of the fountain, delicious. I always say that. But right now I want to tell folks more so – about Salsaritas needing employees. A lot of places do, but Salsaritas is a better place to work than a lot of those places. All of those places, many people are saying. All you have to do is text Salsa to 502-735-0900. That is 502-735-0900. You just text the word Salsa. You're going to get an interview scheduled with the Salsaritas team member. And if you end up getting hired, You're going to enjoy great benefits, a flexible schedule, and no late nights, which is really important if you're in high school and you're looking for a little part-time gig in college, part-time gig, or out in the real world and you just need a little extra side money here or there. No late nights is pretty, pretty important. Uh, And great pay at Salsaritas. And they, they do bonuses. But I think the coolest thing they have, Roush, is their referral program, basically saying if you get hired there, they're going to ask you, hey, do you want to work with your friends? You're going to think that, like, is that a trap? Like, in school, anytime I get asked if I want a group project with my friends, this is a trap. So, not a trap at Salsaritas. They're going to pay you to work with your friends. They're going to pay you to bring in your friends with a referral program that you will want to hear from Salsaritas themselves. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown or St. Matthews. Both are hiring. Text Salsa 502-735-0900. Have I told you all my idea for that referral program? Ooh, wacky idea Wednesday. Let's Here go. we go. Let's so go. I, I think yeah. I think it would behoove the kids a lot more to come in with this mindset. Instead of giving me $250 or whatever it is for referring a friend, just give me like an extra 50 cents per hour. And eventually that's gonna be well more than two hundred fifty dollars. See if so if I'm if I'm Mr. Salsaritas or Mrs. Salsaritas, if I'm big salsaritas. Yeah. Corporate salsaritas. And I hear Justin say this. I say, that's a genius idea, kid. We are going to think about it, and we'll let you know. And then I find a way where (laughs) we're actually giving him less money. (laughs) And I come back to him, make it sound really nice, sound like smart, like, no, you know, we can't do 50, but we do think 25 cents an extra hour. After you've worked six months. (laughs) After you've worked six months, yes. Well, but see, Justin, here's the 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 thing, though. though. you're right. That would make sense. But also, kids, um, they want the money now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 also cheaper for the companies to do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. 
So, uh, but that would but be it cool. is a cool place to like, work. Every time I've gone there, people look happy to be there, and they're going to pay you to, to work so, with your friends, not and you're like, not going to have to worry about working late. Not like one of their competitors where they had all of their employees just walk out of the store yesterday. Gosh, I'd feel bad for them. Yeah. Like, I, I feel bad for so many businesses. And Like, where are, where if you're not working, where are you? What do you do? Like, what where are the people not working? Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I, know. Like, where are I, they? I do think a lot of it is uh, women leaving. Like, I, I know that was a significant part of it is women leaving the workforce. They're like, I'm just going to watch my kids. Like, I've, I've known two that, personally that have done that. Yeah, because, like, the, uh, a lot of times the difference in costs for child care, it versus working wasn't that significant so i know that's the case for a lot of them but for a lot, many of these jobs i know that it it can't all be moms who are staying at home um, i did see a news article where they're calling it the great resignation kentucky's one of three states that had four percent resignation rate in the last Dude. month and i think that i think that was over september though but four percent of the workforce has resigned which is astonishingly high <laughs> that's that is that is crazy not so. good and uh but thinking of the businesses that are struggling to be able to keep their doors open because they don't have enough employees to work and you go all over town and I, I see signs whether it's fast food restaurants regular restaurants or sometimes just regular small businesses yeah hour change not enough people to work now we open at this time and we'll close at this time because this yep. is the only time we can get people going it's crazy, Cra- crazy times. But Salsa Reed is a fun place to work yeah. if you're looking if you're looking for something new. Roush, I'm looking to hear these Liam Cohen concerning comments on Chris Rodriguez. Well, he didn't say concerning. He said no, I guess no. interesting. It was it it was interesting because so here's the thing: we're not going to ask Cohen about injuries. Uh, the coordinators just don't give injury reports. Um, but. Stoop said yesterday, you know, he had the quote about injuries happen. We're not, you know, we're not withholding information. Just like last week with Chris, things happen. Injuries happen. So the way Stoops kind of made it sound, the issue that he was dealing with, it made it sound like that Chris had a little injury. Now, yesterday, after two days of practice, Cohen said, he was essentially asked, like, how do you adjust your game plan if you don't really know what's going on with Chris? Like, is he... Is, is, really what's happening here. And he said, this is Cohen's direct quote. Chris has the right mindset this week. I think he knows that it hasn't been up to hit par, his standards and our standards. I think he had a great practice yesterday. He was locked in, focused, detailed, and the same thing today. You can always tell when a player is, you don't have to beat it into them. He knows it hasn't been good enough and it's not to his standard, not to our standard. I believe he'll come out with a different mentality and the right mentality for the game Saturday night. So he didn't outright say Chris Rodriguez is healthy, but when asked about Chris Rodriguez's problems, he it was all about he's got the right mentality this week. He hasn't played well enough. He's his head's in the right spot and he's going to play well this week. Hmm. So are you backing off yesterday's injury proclamation? I, I mean, I don't know. I I I'm maybe mentally injured. I'm dumbfounded. We all are from time to time. Yeah, I I don't. Man, I don't know what it is. I know that some of what, like, if you're looking at Kentucky's running problems the last two games, a lot of it has to do with the defenses they played. I mean, it just there's Georgia's defense is incredible. Yeah, uh, Mississippi State they're good at stopping the run. They they will slant and do a lot of things. And Kentucky also didn't have the ball that much. But there is something that's just with this Chris Rodriguez story that I 
I can't put my thumb on with any certainty. Inside, and that's, in, that's inside source it. Reach out to I, your folks. Bur- you got to some. I know it's always awkward, and you never really like. You can only go to your sources every so often. That this is time to go to one. It's important time. Cap's got to beat Tennessee. You and, may say, "What will it do if we find out exactly what's going on for us average shows? Nothing, but it's important." So I will say that no, my normal injury source person, like when when things are bad, this don't, person knows. Don't tell me they're injured. They they don't they don't know anything about this or any like the mm. other guys. There wasn't any whispers about anything major, significant. So like it's not something. To the point that they're even like really talking about over there. Yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe we're making more of a mountain out of a molehill. Maybe he's just been doing some normal run of the mill treatment stuff and he's just playing badly. Like it could be a little bit of both. He's playing badly and he's dinged up. Like that, that. It, it, it could be a certainly as could that. seem like a confidence thing. The not starting stuff, but playing some that doesn't scream injury to me. Generally, it could just limited roles, but then you sometimes want to start that person instead of bringing them off. But uh, it uh, to me, if I had to guess, no inside info obviously would just be the uh, there's mentally the fumbles have gotten to him. He's not running the same. He's not playing the same, and maybe also kind of has a negative attitude. Just things haven't really gone his way for the first time in his UK career, maybe being a little pouty, not handling it the way that he should. That's where I would lean if just kind of trying to read between the lines. But this should be this should be a feel-good game for a lot of folks. Like the big blue line, or the big blue wall, excuse me, UK's offensive line has not played well the thin, last two thin games. Blue thin blue line. <laughs> Oh the, man, the thick, the thick blue. Well, yeah, the the instead of the big blue wall, the thick blue line. <laughs> that is a uh, like big blue wall. More like thin blue line. Am I right? That would be Too like the, the joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, are people still referencing that? Yeah. Did you ever watch that? By the way, thin watch blue it. Line? There was a thing. There was a show. Maybe. Oh, that's like that's the um, that's like the one of the more uh, the first big true crime doc. Was uh, Warner Herzog Thin Blue Line? I tried to watch it once, uh, but it was late and I fell asleep like halfway through. It was early documentary, so not as much fun. Little, you know. Now I'll details. still see those the the Thin Blue Line flags throughout town. On, yeah, Thin Blue my... Line was the name of a doc that kind of uh, exposed police like malpractice back in like the eighties, I believe. Gotcha. So yeah, understandable. Nineteen eighty eight. There we go. Where where were we going before? We were going then? with Big Blue Wall not playing well. Yeah, this is a good game for them to bounce back. Go go punch Tennessee in the mouth. Yep. Establish the run. Chris Rodriguez and a couple other running backs should be able to have some a, a solid game. And Will Levis should be able to run on Tennessee. Some opposing teams have had success with quarterbacks rushing against the Vols. This is Cats have been on the road. It's been three weeks, but only two games. Both of them on the road. Both of them tough losses. Didn't play the way you wanted. Didn't play particularly great. You're coming back. You're playing a rival. It's going to be a packed house. Yep. It's going to be a rowdy atmosphere. Roush, this should be a feel-good game because I I, I, I certainly hope that it is. I, uh, I hope this is not an unraveling. I did think it was funny. I think Luckett did get Cohen. So now they're, they've moved things on to Zoom. Um, it's getting darker earlier. They don't want people outside, inside doing interviews. So... Fine by me. I have less driving for me. We're only doing like three interviews on Tuesdays and Wednesdays anyway. Uh, but Cohen asked, or, or 
Luckett hopped on. He was like, so, like, is the quarterback run? Is this something you really want to do? And he's like, you know, if it presents itself, yeah. Like, if it presents itself on film, we didn't really see that against Georgia and Mississippi State. But maybe against Tennessee. Like, he he realized, like, halfway through his answer, like, oh, crap. I kind of just let the cat out of the bag a little bit. But, uh, well, yeah. teams have had a lot of success doing it, so you'd Why be silly you? not to. Right, right. Yeah, and you can always do the coach speak or lying or stuff like that. But like, I'm sure Tennessee knows one of our weaknesses is stopping quarterbacks in the run. Mm-hmm. They have a quarterback that can tuck it and run. So this is going, regardless of what Kentucky says or doesn't say, that's going to be something that they're going to be ready for. How else can Kentucky attack this Tennessee defense? Well, I think the quarterback run is – the biggest kind of red flag, I, I know that um, Tennessee gave up 200 rushing yards to Matt Corral in that game. Um, I forget the other running quarterback that had like a buck 50 on him. That's the biggest one. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think some of it too is being able to get some explosive plays on your own. Kentucky had not connected. Will Levis has not thrown a long pass that has been completed since the month of September. 0 for 10. That's true. Yeah. The last long ball what, he completed, what, the last long play he completed was that Justin Rigg where nobody was on him on the throwback, and mm-hmm. he just ran 35 yards downfield or something. He was 0 for 10. He's 0 for 10 on targets of, I want to say, 25-plus yards through the air or more since week four. Now, granted, there was a bye week in October. You played much better defenses, um, excluding LSU, but – since I think one play against Chattanooga, Levis just has been off. And those plays that were there at the beginning of the year that made Kentucky's offense so electric, they've been gone. You've got to find some of those. I mean, the Wandale interception to start the game, like that's a touchdown if he puts more on it. You know, and that was a really bad throw. Yeah. It was it was just not a good throw. And then you Ali, I think that would have been like a twenty ish plus yard touchdown where he just missed him. You know, uh, right before halftime. Mm-hmm. God, that was such a big turn in the game. That but, was. God. You go from taking the lead at halftime. I said it when it happened, too. It was just like, that feels like that's going to matter. Yeah. Now. Next I, play, throw an interception. It, it's one thing yeah. to leave seven uh, to leave four points off the board and settle for a field goal. It's another thing to just take seven off. And the Wandell interception, first down, you had been kind of moving the ball a little bit up to that point. Like, you had had your feet underneath you. And again, like I'm all right with arm punts, especially with UK's punter punting situation because there's multiple. But I, so I'm okay with. But on first down, you just can't like hasn't all clicked for Will Levis yet. And that's okay. I, are we all on board that Will Levis will be back for another season? Yeah, yes, yeah, that's definitely. cool. Like that's exciting. Yeah. I think we should be happy about that. Is any ruffled feathers for Bo Allen? Is he okay with that? That the plan that he's probably knew that was going to be the case. Yeah, when Levis got here anyway. And, yeah, you know, I true freshman. He has a COVID year as well. Uh, so I mean, he's Keep only his second year in his program. Um, and I'm sure when he eventually gets the nod, he's going to want to hit the ground running, be competent, strong enough, physical enough, experienced or experienced enough at least with what UK wants to do. He'll get the game experience when he does. So hopefully he he stays on board and sticks with it and doesn't mind. But that's that's fun to know. UK's offense could be really really fun next year, and it could mm-hmm. be losing two of the most important pieces of this year's team, maybe three if you count. 
Darian, you could keep going down the, the list maybe even more. But still, bright future, and if you're returning your quarterback, uh, maybe Kentucky finally will get some eyeballs in the preseason polls because, boy, do preseason pollsters they love, love them returning, returning quarterbacks. Returning quarterbacks. Returning quarterbacks. All don't wear, don't wear your tight pants when yeah. ranking teams with returning <laughs> quarterbacks because they love them some returning oh, quarterbacks. Well, unless, unless you're Pitt and your quarterback's been returning for like five years. And they're <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We don't like this returning or quarterback. U of L and Cunningham's been there for 15 years. Yeah. Gosh. Think, he could come back another year, too. People forget that. He uses. They kind of need him to, right? If I'm a L fan, what I'm rooting for, you fire Satterfield, you bring in Nick's uncle, Brom, he convinces Cunningham to come back for one more year, yeah, and then you just bring in one or two transfer <sighs> wide receivers, boom, butts in the seats. I don't know how good the team would be. Probably would be all right in the mediocre ACC, but at least you get butts in the seats. You see what they're doing, L. Oh, no. Are we getting uh, cardboard cutouts? No. It, I, I, like On the one hand, you want to kind of goof on U of L. On the other one, you want to be like, I guess this is maybe what you should do. They're doing some sort of, uh, gosh, I can't find the exact picture of it. They're doing a referral. Like, you, you're just, if you're just allowed to bring like people to the game this Saturday, they're giving away free tickets. Buy one ticket, get three free. I think they're giving a lot away to uh, JCPS as well. So maybe something for you all to look into. But let's see if I can find it. Okay. This Saturday's home game is season ticket holder appreciation day. Oh. Thank you for always showing up for us. We we know you haven't missed a home game all season. We <laughs> truly appreciate you as a critical part of our team. So this may be actual season ticket holders that have had their tickets scanned. So okay. it may not be everybody. Okay. As our way of saying thank you to our ticket holders with perfect attendance, we're inviting you to help us pack the house. Grab a couple of extra card nation friends to join us for our matchup versus Clemson on us. Two complimentary tickets for Saturday's game will be loaded into your My Cardinals account by 5 p.m. Wednesday, November 3rd. You may transfer these tickets to your guests within Cardinal Mobile app. Learn more by clicking the link below. Bring hey. your crew, bring the noise, and we'll see you on Saturday. Finally, a, a good reward for perfect attendance, not just a certificate. <laughs> there you have it. That's, <laughs> oh, like, that's a great KRC callback. Oh, man. I, I, I love that. Uh, see, on the one hand, like I – this is what athletic programs should do, and just do whatever you can to get butts in the seats. Yeah. On the flip side, U of L, you're playing Clemson, and they're giving away free tickets. You're playing Clemson. This is finally and, the year you can actually beat. And them. you may beat them. Yeah. And like bowl game, I, I you know, U of L, I guess U of L fans have kind of drawn their line in the sand and say like we don't really care so much about crappy bowls, but like a bowl game is totally in the balance here. Man, I remember when they yep. went to the Humanitarian Bowl and it was lit which, going to the which Blue Turf on the GMAC? Boise. Oh, the GMAC. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, what when did you become too good for a bowl game, Louisville? But like a bowl game's on the line. Yeah, you lose to Clemson, then I that mean, means you need to beat two of Duke, Syracuse, and Kentucky. The you could get Syracuse and Duke maybe, but Syracuse playing a little better. You've got to take Louisville money on, right? They're only 4-point dogs. Clemson doesn't score points, right? I would not take Louisville money. I don't know. Clemson in the trenches versus U of L. Don't you think at minimum they're going to be able to run the ball? That's Clemson's problem, though. Is they can't run the ball. Uh, but they, but you, trenches. Clemson versus U of L. Yeah, but Clemson's that's like their 
well, at least on their offensive line. I know their right. offensive line's been disappointing, underwhelming. Walker Parks maybe going to transfer, according to Nick Roush. Make sure you go put that on the message boards again, folks. <laughs> I don't think we ever talked about that. Thanks whoever did that. That was funny. Yeah, that made Roush and I laugh. Yeah, they had some nice compliments for us, and then people in the thread actually were semi nice oh. for the most part. Uh, one or two may Shrey Pews. If Roush says it, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Roush has scoop, folks. Good scoop. Good scoops every once in a while. I, I did really want to have Purdue and Louisville be bigger home dogs this week, though. I was really hoping I'd get a touchdown. With Mich- Mississippi, or Michigan State, top five in the country, they should be a bigger favorite on the road at a Purdue team that's right around 500. Yeah, it seems like Purdue is just the most confusing team in football this side of Mississippi State. They always are. Man, really need them to just smash Indiana into smithereens. That's no, I, Jeff no has problem. not done well in that series. No problem. I was telling – I don't know. Hey, you've got a quarterback now, a true freshman. I guess. <laughs> you were, I think, maybe on your way in, but just telling Justin how little sleep I got last yeah. night. Uh, Georgia's a 38-point favorite over Missouri. 38 points. Man, in the last time they were 35-point favorites, they had that thing covered in the first quarter against Vandy. They could score every time against Missouri. Missouri's defense is so bad. They could score every time. Man, but I could also just see, and the over-under is 59 and a half. So Vegas is just saying, how many points do you think Georgia's going to score? Man. We think it's at least going to be 38. And, and we think at least it's going to be 38. That's They're assuming that Missouri can score. Missouri's not scoring against Georgia. Are you kidding me? But at 59 and a half, I mean, there, that's a... It, that, is, that is a weird... You think it's a you huge think, spread you, you and a large total. You think you'd pound the under? I think the only concern is is like how much is Georgia going to score? Yeah, because they really. I mean, they could name. They it. could cover the thirty-eight and hit the over themselves. They could win sixty to nothing. Might have to just dance with the devil a little bit on Saturday. Bet that game. Don't forget, we got Liberty Ole Miss this weekend. Too. Oh man, I forgot about Liberty Ole Miss. Kentucky put up what thirteen on Georgia. Yes. Yes. So Missouri might get seven, six. Yeah. Beatty's good. I could see Beatty breaking a tackle and like having a big play or something. I don't know. George is just so freakish. Oh, man. Ole Miss opened his 15.5-point favorites over nine, Liberty, and it's down to nine. Yeah. That's... Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil that no, for you. No, no. Makes me want to bet Ole Miss. I, I, I as well. But maybe that's an 11 o'clock kickoff. They're always best sometimes to avoid those bad that's boys. That's true. That's true. Florida, South Carolina, you want to talk about a stinkeroo. Let's get to this Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We never I, – I just briefly, that Florida-South Carolina game, I remember seeing a Florida Big J complaining about the 7.30 kickoff at South Carolina. 7 p.m. for the Vanderbilt game on ESPN2. Did not see that one coming. Yeah, I didn't either. Are we going to get <laughs> so the ESPN2 want, broadcasters? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to do your big night in Nashville, the game starts at 6.00. Get out of there by nine. Won't be a lot of traffic. Go party on Broadway afterwards. Yeah, I, I, I thought that folks would like that. Can travel down Saturday. The four still is the ideal, night. you know, because then you can check in, have enough time to pregame. That's over with in time for you to get dinner. Yeah. No, I think I'd want the seven because it's six o'clock their time. You can you don't have to get up at like the butt crack of dawn on Saturday morning, oh, drive, drive down, down to Nashville, yeah. so you can kind of sleep in, take your time a little bit more, get we'll down be, there. We'll be colder, you know. Yeah, that night kickoff. 
Um, I'm curious how many Kentucky fans will show up to that one. Well, I think a lot depends on what happens this weekend. That's probably true as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably true. Texter says 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. Been listening to Christmas music since September. That's right, September. Nothing can stop me now. <laughs> Sleep well tonight because you never know when I'll be beside you in traffic. Bing Crosby's jolly red butt yelling right into your unsuspecting ears at a red light. It's beginning to sound a lot like Christmas, boys. I like a little bing. Oh, also, I wonder if this is our buddy Shay. I'll, I'll say this. That's just weird. Just weird. Starting Christmas music in September, it would it would take all the 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 smoke out of it by the twenty fourth, twenty fifth of December. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I'm very much looking forward to uh, as the baby. Last year I didn't get to have the the record player out with the vinyls rocking Christmas music. I've got some some old vinyls that are pretty awesome. Al Hurt Christmas with the trumpet. Got some space to bust the 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 record player out at the new house. So also had the first wow. night with the big TV set up on the mantle and much better viewing experience than the last house. Always exciting. very movie theater like. So uh, feeling more like home. Still need to figure out where we we've hidden all of Duke's clothes. Might just be wearing PJs the rest of the week. So sounds comfy. Yep. Don't see the issue. Uh, one texter said uh, he wanted to correct you. He said Ken Norton broke all these jaw, not uh, Frazier. And I texted him back and uh, and thanked them for correcting me. I knew it was one of Ali's first two professional losses that uh, had that 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 was one of those fights because all those were kind of in the same time span where mm-hmm. Frazier, Norton, Ali were kind of trading the championship belt. But gosh, it's can't wait to finish the documentary. I've been thinking about it ever since I've been watching it. That's how you know it's a good documentary. Just keeps you coming back for more. It does, and it's just wild that like, oh boy, don't 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 say America can't come a long way in a short amount of time because that <laughs> yeah. was they they just didn't let him have a boxing license during like the peak of his career. Yeah. Three and a half years, Roush. Yeah, three, three and, and a half, half years. Yep. During the peak of like his mid to late twenties, it's yeah. just it's uh, it stinks. It, uh, it it stinks, and but still came back. Was a little out of shape at times. Got his jaw broken by Ken Norton. Thank you, I appreciate it. And then uh, put the the smackdown on Joe Frazier. Smoking Joe, always good stuff. All right, let's go to our break. Hour one done. Hour two coming up next. Watch that Muhammad Ali documentary, Ken Burns, if you haven't checked it out just yet. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kennedy. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday. Text on into the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. Fun first hour there. We'll have more fun in hour number two. 
Roush, we're less than a week away from Kentucky and Duke. Oh, wow, we are. Sneaking up on us. Is that on Tuesday? Going up. Oh, man, that show Wednesday. We're doing that from home. Yeah, Justin, just go ahead and write it down. Correct. Yeah. Indiana uh, also plays that night, 630. East, oh, Eastern yeah. Michigan. Oh. You get to play at 630. Yeah. Yep, Kentucky right. <laughs> yep. is going to be tipping off at 10 p.m. <laughs> I was literally like putting my phone down to go to bed last night, although it didn't end up mattering. <laughs> and just seeing like different UK fans or players or people on the staff tweet one week from right now. I was like, wait, what? Once one week from right now? And I was like, oh, no, it's the game. And I looked at my phone. And I was like, it's 9 freaking 30 this oh, time in a week. You're definitely going to need to nap. It'll be a nap. Day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'll be, I mean, since I do the show now, I'll stay up and watch it with you guys. Like, it's not like you're going to be alone. We're not going to be alone. Like, I mean, I'm going to be up till midnight, too. Right, right. But we're just still cursing at you. And for the folks heading to New York City, Kyle Tucker says that UK is going to have a big billboard in Times Square that is a just bonkers nil deal. And he goes on to say, I'm not saying UK's basketball team, which has not played a game yet, already has more nil deals than Texas's entire athletic department, but I'm not saying it doesn't. So, like, kind of one of those Kyle Tucker confusing tweets, but yeah, mostly we I mean, get we understand he's it. He's just really bad at teasing things now. Like, just, just well, say I really, it. I really think he just falls under the line with some sources where he's like, well, I didn't technically say it, you know, where yeah. it's just like, but now just, it's more confusing. Yeah. But, no, this one I don't think is all that He confusing. does it in a very dad he, way, though, he, he, so he, I at least can appreciate his, like, like, that's, like, something that my dad would, like, if I was a kid, well, what are we going to do? Well, some people are thinking it might be this or it could be that. Like, that's how I read a lot of those with that big, exaggerated voice. Yeah. Either way, um, we did have <laughs> a new— Sounds like there's going to be a billboard in Times Square for UK, and it's going to be worth a lot of money. We had a nil deal yesterday. Uh, first, it was Porsche. Now, Ty Ty Washington endorsing caviar. Oh, really? <laughs> did you see that? I did not. It's like uh, all American caviar, uh, you know, something like that. Which I, that's awesome. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, caviar and Porsche. <laughs> what a, that's a that is quite a nil combo for a uh, college athlete. I just don't know how in in Bona picks UCLA. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are uh, folks doing? America's fo- best folks, caviar. Folks are worried Shepard may go elsewhere. Like, look at that. Like he's just rocking caviar hoodies and getting paid to hang out. Uh, I think Blue Tinted Glasses guy is uh, one of the uh, endorsers. Yeah. Whoa, that is Blue Tinted Glasses guy. Yeah. He, I've never a, seen him not at Rupp Arena. I know. I, I guess thought he's he just a caviar li- guy. I thought he just lived in that seat. He was just. Uh, he's got a little home underneath. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's the guy who lives in the sweet areas. It's like Kanye West at the uh, New Georgia Dome. Which, by the way, did you see the tweet I sent you, TJ? I did. Somebody. Somebody brought a beer down from their suites to the exhibition game on Friday, which you're very, very against the rules. <laughs> Not supposed to do. Not supposed to have beers out. Look There's at this, a, commoners. There was a beer behind <laughs> the bench, and uh, so somebody issued a formal complaint to Mitch Barnhart. <laughs> yeah. Get a load of this. Yeah, somebody emailed Mitch Barnhart, and the email response back from director of operations said, Yeah, because it got redirected. You know, Mitch is busy. Thank you for reaching out. We are aware of the issue and working diligently to prevent this from happening in the future. As always, thanks for your support. Were so, they aware real, of it? Real, real personal touch. 
No. Yeah. No, that's just the form. Yeah. They they weren't aware of it. This is the I don't feel like dealing with this problem email. Here you go. <laughs> and but even then, just like oh, we're gonna work really hard to make sure there's not beer at Rupp Arena. Ah, how could we allow this to happen? Honestly, I was surprised that it wasn't more outrage. If that same fan that sent that email sees someone drinking a can of Bud Light that they brought into the stadium, do they send an email? I, the, the email may have also just been to, like, yeah, you know, point out their hypocrisy yeah right of the whole yeah that, that's that's my point like yeah it's, so it's, i don't know if I they see someone I, else bringing one in i doubt they would have told couldn't possibly know the answer to that question but probably not maybe probably so. probably not mitch barnhart on the college football playoff committee people forget that people do forget think we'd that. mentioned it two days ago just want to remind them sec bias Mitch Barnard just pulling all the strings in the NCAA right now. College basketball, keeping U of L out of the NCAA tournament. College football, putting two SEC teams one and two. UK remaining the only dry campus in the world. Is it technically a dry campus anymore? Ooh. I feel like people say it's not. And that's I'm a just, good question. I, I, I don't know, know if it, it could be a moist campus. Hmm. People love that word. When yep. I was going to Indiana, they always said that it was a dry campus. We always had shirts that said dry campus on the front, and then on the back it said my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's such an Indiana thing. They were cool. They were cool shirts. Yeah. Those have, have been it? around for a while. Oh, somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, all right. Let's uh Let's get back to this Thornton sex line. 502-414-1450. Roush delivered that monkey Halloween incident story with the with all the enthusiasm of an 80-year-old regaining consciousness after an, an anesthesia. Maybe I was regaining consciousness. Was early. It's also one of those things, too. I wanted to be like, let's get the facts correct. Yeah. And let's try to make it dramatic. And in doing so, I just read it really slowly. Yeah, that was probably the worst story. That's what I knew you were doing is just waiting for it to get to know exactly what you're saying. But you should have just thrown it elsewhere, regrouped, and then (laughs) then then hit it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Fired right out of the cannon. (laughs) Oh, we all do it. Really thought that suck it loser said something else. I was about to tell Scoots to put a dollar in the jar. Same texter, same. I played. I've never played that rejoin since I joined up with you all, and I played it yesterday. The title of it is "Suck It Losers," but when it played, even I was like, that, "I don't think know if that's that suck it." <laughs> it's, it's one of those situations where now you want to do it again so everybody can hear it and figure it out for themselves. <laughs> But best not. Best not. One texter in the Thornton's text line says, Trevor has a better shot with the ladies, as best as I can tell. <laughs> that's a, that's an awesome text. Is think, that Kyle Tucker? I, I, Caramba. I don't think we have anything to give away, but what a text into the show. I, know, I had some salsaritas on around too, but I don't. It's in a box somewhere. I've got some leftover chips, but they're from Saturday now, so they're getting a little harder. A little harder. Still a lot. That dangerous. being said, on Friday, we will be doing the Home Field Picks of the Week contest. Morpheus, our clubhouse leader, with a measly one point. So whoever calls in on Friday will have a great chance to to take the lead. And if you're unfamiliar with the Home Field Apparel Picks of the Week contest, Home Field is giving away a – 
monster prize package to the winner of this. We're, we need three picks out of you on Fridays. Two uh, just against the spread. The third one also against the spread, but that's your lock of the week. And we're going to have a running leaderboard. And then for big UK games, maybe this Friday. Maybe this Friday we'll do one. Who knows? Who's We definitely will probably do one next Tuesday for the UK-Duke game. We'll give away just some T-shirts to uh, to a lucky listener oh, man. or two. Very excited. But but the the home field apparel picks of the week contest is a season a college football season long thing going into the new years but uh, a lot of home field apparel swag and gear go to their website they've oh, got the best retro that, and vintage uk stuff on the interwebs dropping some new iu stuff today justin are they yeah they're dropping the uh More the worst win. logo ever in the history and that was the antoine randall l football helmet logo you know what i'm talking about um no the circular iu oh i loved that one terrible. the black the black one so ugly yeah no it's, that was it's awesome. so bad it's one of the more ugly things i've ever seen in my life wow that was underrated probably oh, one of my favorite logos i, I, I looked at so it. Much. it it was way too like san franciscan-esque yeah and you're not good so get out of here it was good randall L was good okay he was good <laughs> Yeah, but that's best player in Indiana football history, right? That was my very first uh, Indiana football memory, actually. Fun story. It was against Kentucky, and I, I want to say it was the opening kickoff. It could have been later in the game, um, but Randall L. took it. Next thing I know, every player on the field is in a huge huddle. Like, every player in the field is in this huddle, and you're like, okay, let's why, blow the whistle something. Next thing you know, Randall L. just busts out of the back of this huddle and just runs to the end zone. I'll never forget it. Man, that was a fun story. Can you tell one more time? No, nah, I'm good. Oh, come on. We were <laughs> one more. That, that's fun though. That's a fun memory. My first, yeah, my first Indiana football play. memory, and it was against Kentucky. I'll never forget it. Did IU win? I uh, couldn't tell you. Probably there, not. there were some blowouts in those series. Yeah, both, it was both it was ways. pretty ugly. Yeah, I I didn't realize this though um, until doing a podcast with Freddie. They were t- comparing the series with Indiana to another game. I, I forget which one it was, but that was a quite a big rivalry. Whenever Indiana mm-hmm. was good in the 80s, they did have that that one time they were pretty decent. And the, Kentucky time. got in a bus wreck <laughs> on the way to the game. Not really? really? Yeah. Um, pretty serious stuff. I think it was a fatality on it. So um, not great. Not great that Indiana won the last game in the series and they have an 18-17 advantage. Uh, but Antoine Randall Wait, is it really 18-17? 18-17. That's pretty wild. They beat Rich Brooks 38-14 in 05. And Randall L., I, his final season was his only victory over Kentucky. 2001, 26-15. Beat Guy that. Morris, his UK team. And Jared Lorenzen, how they lose to Indiana. Gosh, bastards. Man. Speaking of horrible accents, Henry Rugg stuff. Oh, so yeah. so sad. Yeah, and just kind of goes uh, another. We have we have them all the time, but another reminder how quickly things can change from one poor decision or multiple poor decisions, whatever it may be. But literally, probably thinking about his matchups on Sunday, and now two to twenty years. Yep. If found guilty, horrible. Which and it happened on the same day that um, an impaired driver was convicted of murder. In Louisville for uh, killing a cop that was mm-hmm. on uh, I sixty four. Was that on Christmas Eve or day? Christmas Eve? Yeah, mm-hmm. several yeah. several years ago. So, just folks driving as 
somebody that drives around a lot. Roush, you drive to and from Lexington a lot, mm-hmm. and so we see people on the road all the time. Uh, you know, it's a the car cars are very very dangerous. Of course, there was the the Churchill Downs. Train, was it trainer or jockey? Miguel Mena, the jockey, yeah. Who is, I mean, that's a, that was kind of you know different situation, but just got to be careful when you're driving. Definitely yeah. don't want to be doing it when impaired. Well, that that whole story was weird, though. Like The Miguel Mena one was. Yeah. He was crossing the interstate. What a, he didn't why? have a car broken down anywhere. Yeah, it, it, it's very bizarre. Yeah. It but, was. Man, just sad stuff, though. Be careful on the road, especially this holiday season. Yes, absolutely. And it, by God, people. Just call an Uber, call a ride. Don't, don't drive. We're we we're, we should be beyond this. I I low key hate that it's only two to twenty for that. I mean, yeah. It, well, I'd, you gotta you know, well, well, the facts will come out on it, but it, it does not look good. You I know do like that they give a lot of a wide range of discretion between two and twenty years. Yeah. You know, like it's not all are created equal. I know it 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 can't be reassuring as a family of a victim, but I I saw the Mark Few. DUI video. Yeah. Did you see it? I have not seen the video, but I nothing, nothing really like wild one way or another. He clearly just, is, is drunk. I thought you were going to go with it's like hilarious. I, that's what I was hoping for. No, it, I mean, that's stuff like that. It's kind of sad. It, it's like Mark Few. Oh, no, he you might do, have like, said get a ride, you goober. Yeah. But his excuse was he had two dogs fighting in the car, and that's why he was kind of swerving. <laughs> Pretty valid excuse if you have two dogs in the car, to be honest with you. The issue was he just looked pretty hammered and yeah. was pretty drunk yeah. and said he hadn't had a beer in five hours, which there was, clearly um, was not the case. What if folks have been bringing up his suspension compared to some other suspensions, especially with the Kofi Coburn thing where he was selling shorts in June yeah, but, right before the nil yeah, deal Yeah, the one's thing. an NCAA thing versus a Gonzaga thing. Yeah. Um, I did see that Jalen Wilson from Kansas, like three days after signing some nil deal with Wendy's, just gets a DUI. Oh, whoa, really? Jeez. Like, oh, well, that's – and he got suspended three games. I think a DUI might be worth a little bit more than three games, but I, – I, right. don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess the only way I'd know is if I had to, to punish somebody myself and then I'd look, I'd look even, into that stuff. That's not even two total weeks, right, if you're playing two games a week? Seems light. Yeah, seems light. Yeah, it does. And then, and then, like that's that's why I don't want to talk about it because I don't know. I don't even know what to say in regards to it. But like that's why do you punish more because the rug situation? Like that could have just very well been a DUI if a cop catches them two miles up the road and somebody's not dead. Right. But if you take the chances and roll the dice, yeah, stuff like that can can happen. So from a punishment standpoint, I don't I don't know what you do. Don't have the answers for that. Either way, one. just please, people. We should let's be better. It's not hard to make good decisions. A texter says, "What will happen first? Louisville gets their punishment from the NCAA, or Scooter goes to Poundtown?" <laughs> uh, I would say Louisville gets their punishment from the NCAA. Wow. I mean, that's just because that's not a goal I have. Dollar in the jar. I'm, I'm not going out and and trying to do all that. Like Justin doesn't see. This I don't. I don't like see a, that changing anytime soon. Put down either. He doesn't. It's not. I don't think people are even meaning it as a put down. I think people just think that he needs to go put himself. Yeah, out that's there. that's what it is. That's how put I take it too. I know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't need to. I don't have the desire to. I'm but good. you like to do things. You like to do social things. 
Yeah, but it doesn't have to involve that. Like, how have you not met a pretty lady at the at work? Oh, you know, I've you met come several at work, but... No, just chat them up and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, but they're all from different places. You should say, I'm oh, a part perfect. of a... It's going to happen eventually. Perfect. You should say, I'm part of a pretty all right radio show. <laughs> and then they will be... You know. I do drop the radio show from time to time. Not with the ladies, but... Ooh. One text on Thornton's text almost... on... Spe- I, I mostly introduce myself as sports uh, talker. Uh, no, a real estate <laughs> mogul. Because you do, you say like radio. People are like, "Oh, I want to listen," and it's just like, no, cool. "You don't. You're not going to." And I'm not. Don't want to waste my time telling you all the the rigmarole. But I do appreciate their fake sincerity. Yeah, I try to not bring up like. Same. Yeah, yeah. But um, I did find out... The more boring the job, the less people ask about it. That's just a fact. <laughs> There's also, turns out, one of the neighbors is a big uh, Roush KSR fan. So oh, what about a Roush KRC fan? We're going to turn them, we're gonna have to get them to switch their radio dial in the morning. That was the thing with the Michael Bennett and Alan Cutler, just the Cats radio spectacular, was <laughs> they there was just... There's so many people that followed me. That like I'd click on their profile and follow because they'd quote tweet all these people, and it'd be like, "What station? Never heard of it." And it's like I for years have tweeted out this station, and it's not like it's not a bitter thing. I don't. I love the KRC listeners we have, and I don't. I don't care if we had like some of our friends. Like, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. That always is a little surprising mm. to me, and I'm sure that there are a ton of people that don't know that you have a morning radio show, but read every one of your words on yeah. KSR the website. Hey. I actually, I actually use that as leverage when people tell me they listen to KSR. I'll see somebody rocking Kentucky. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'll listen to KSR." Oh. All right, switch to KRC. There you go. We have Nick Roush. He writes for KSR. Boom. And then That's they're it. probably That's like, oh. Point. oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. You know, I might the have, worst one. Might have stopped using that. I skipped one, yeah. but uh, oh, that's what T Pain was talking about trying to get to you. And that monkey. Trying to get to you, that monkey. Oh, wait, you got to put the auto. Man, there were some really bad songs in like 2005, <laughs> 2006, oh, 2004. Great there songs. Some, there were some great ones, too. Don't make no Two mistake about it. Go. Mommy, but some of the l- lyrics of songs oh. that we danced to at Mixers, Roush, were just... Okay, uh, one of my... The words, the, the chorus to the very popular song, This Is Why I'm Hot. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you're not. <laughs> this is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Like, it just is so bad. It is so... MMS or Mims? Mims. 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 Yeah. 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 By the way, Plaza's uh big college football guy. Man, when I hit the shy, people say that I'm fly. They like the way I dress. They like my attire. Attire. <laughs> <laughs> they love how I move crowds from side to side. They ask me how I do it. And this I is how I reply. reply. <laughs> this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This there is why so, I'm hot. If we, again, if we ever get really, really bored, and you know, as I mentioned, not caring about our radio numbers, that's a good thing because they would go significantly down. But we could just go through some like 2006 oh, lyrics, just oh, uh, the whole thing. Even uh, the one, the song that the Big East, hundred percent pain to remember the name. Oh, well, those four li- minor, yeah, yeah, four minor. Yeah, those yeah. lyrics are. 
Ooh, that's the one you always add up to like 170 percent. Yeah, <laughs> I need to. The big, uh, gosh, the Big East tournament just—it was a commercial after commercial after commercial. And it was Fort Minor, Fort Minor. Would Fort really Minor. like to go back and see just the name of the songs that I downloaded to Limewire. <laughs> you know, because like a lot of them weren't the real name, but it was like, how else do I search it? You also had an extensive Soldier Boy catalog that was just garbage. Like, uh, whoa. Very, very bad, bad music. Oh, here's what about? Oh, uh, what about Fergie's London Bridge lyrics? Oh, remember the Fergie craze? That was tough. There was a point in time where the Black Eyed Peas were just every song they had was the number one song in the country, and then Fergie was like, "You know what? I'm going to go on myself and sing about my humps, <laughs> my lovely lady lumps." Great song. I guess everything was like subliminal, but I, I don't. Not very subliminal. But the London Bridge. How come every time you come around my London London Bridge, want to go down? Go down. Huh. Uh, uh, you know, obviously something sexual. Well, no, I think she's talking about an earthquake because <laughs> how else would a London Bridge fall that quickly? You know. Texer on the Thorntons. Must be a giant. Thanks a lot, T Pain Texer. Look what you did. No kidding. Texer says, "Good morning. If we're so worried about a big man, why did Cal ignore Kofi Coburn, who begged to transfer to UK?" Are we so? Well, that was one thing we kind of discussed. Was we what did not hell? understand that, yeah. and we also said that we, Oscar Sheboy is probably going to get in foul trouble from time to time. Then you had the Jalen Duran thing, and that didn't work out. So we we did not fully understand that. Maybe maybe once the season starts, we will. Maybe Lance Ware will be everything Kentucky needs at the five position, and let everybody else shine. He'll be. The rebounder and physical inside presence that 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 we didn't know that we had. I I don't I don't know, Texter. The the Co- the Kofi Coburn thing was really strange. Seemed like he wanted to come to Kentucky <sighs> and UK conflicting reports of if they even reached out or didn't reach out, Roush. So who knows? My um I've got I've got some really concerning news. Like this is obviously I'm, I'm this sorry is, that we've gotten derailed, isn't, but isn't sincere. Our buddy Locke, he might be done with college football. No, yeah, done. He can't because the wins, the games don't matter anymore because Cincinnati isn't in the top four. They lost him after the 1994 World Series strike in Major League Baseball. Never came back since. Might happen again with college football. Gosh, what I wish, are, I wish what I had, I wish I, I I had Locke's number so we could just call him, get an on on oh, spot we need like it. analysis. Yeah. Locke, if Cincinnati had a better resume, they'd be ranked higher. What do you want? What else, What do you want the college football playoff committee to do? They have one good win. They have one good win. One win that is good is what Cincinnati has. And even that, you know, how good is actual Notre Dame? But not to get into the semantics of it, mm-hmm. they're ranked high. We'll count it a good win. Oh, you're talking about Indiana. This is Indiana. Oh, <laughs> luck. Man. I don't, there's not a conspiracy against Cincinnati. They have one good win. That's it. Yep. And then now they're starting to play bad teams kind of close, which margin of victory, Roush, we know it matters. Especially when a- Alabama beating Ole Miss and Mississippi State by a combined 61 points matters. It just does. Oregon won at Ohio State. Ohio State is a scoring machine. They just beat Penn State, too. Yeah, you know, and again, I I don't care so – like, you can make a case 
for Oregon. But you have to at least understand. Like, their resumes are all similar. It's not like Cincinnati's resume jumps off the page as this unbelievable piece of art. People bring in Cincinnati last season far too often. They have one good win. That's it. I just Lock, love the don't people. leave college football. We need you. No, we do. And do you really care about Cincinnati football that much? No, you don't. You just want to see somebody different. You're going to get smashed by Georgia anyway. This Georgia team is a lot better but than last, the team last, last year. year it was played. a close game. Yeah. This Georgia team is a lot better. A whole lot better. Should we get to a break? Yeah, let's do it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Suck it, Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. College football's fine without you. No, Locke, you can't go. We need you. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. The things you say, you're unbelievable. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. I want to remind you about our friend Bobby Cook Golf Academy. It's cold out, folks. Now it's time to hit the indoor simulators, still be able to not let that rust build up in the offseason. You can still some find some nice days in November, and hell, every so often in December, January, and February as well. But most of it, you're going to want to be indoors. Hit, the, hit Bobby Cook Golf Academy, exit four in southern Indiana, or get lessons from Bobby Cook himself. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. It's been a fun show today. Keep texting into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And do not forget that Thornton's will save you money. You download their app, become a refreshing rewards member. You scan it each and every time you fill up. You save what is a few cents on each gallon, but it adds up because your car takes more than more than one gallon. Gas price is ridiculous right now, by the way. Not, not a big not, fan of the thirty cent gas joke. Not a joke. not a political take whatsoever. But having prices this high in the fall does not seem normal. Summer, it happens. It's happened our whole life, Roush. Yeah, I don't remember it so much in the fall. Three thirty three, some places I, in town. I, I didn't really get the thirty cent hike this week though. Normally, there's I don't like either. A reason, you know, like Thanksgiving weekend, maybe you could see like a hike. It's not yep. Thanksgiving. Although you do have your friendsgiving coming up. You need to find a babysitter. You want to babysit? Uh, no. You sh- you sure? You've got it figured out. Hmm. We're busy that day. Oh. What day is it? Yeah, we're He's busy so that day. <laughs> uh, but Thornton's become download that download that app, and let's get back to that Thornton's text line. Let's do it. A texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says, uh, the texter that reminded me. That it was it was Ken Norton who broke Ali's jaw, and mm-hmm. Ali finished the fight, and debatably should have won, but did not in that instance. Did get his revenge uh, against Ken Norton later on, but he said that he he texted back in once. I thanked him for texting in, and he says that uh, well, I don't know where the text went. 
Tried no to problem. It can get confusing. Great show. Keep up the good work. I really enjoy listening to you guys. Thanks, Sexer. Appreciate it. Sometimes the text line jumps all out of sorts. Mm-hmm. We got you, though. We got you, Texter. Um, another Texter says, I'll be at the game Saturday and we'll be cheering as loud as ever for the Cats out of sheer hatred for Tennessee. Does feel like the air has been wet out of the balloon on the season, though. Don't think the atmosphere will hold a candle to the Florida LSU game. Also, the Cowboys are a wagon. Suck it, Packers. Go Cats. <laughs> Cowboys, give me a break. <laughs> Cooper Rush. Cowboys are better this year than they have been previously, but Cowboys aren't. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. You you know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. Not worried about the Cowboys. Tennessee atmosphere. Kind of have some similar concerns. That if Kentucky just looks sluggish, fans are going to get frustrated. Yeah. If the, I, if the offense does what it did mostly against Mississippi State and Georgia, fans are going to get frustrated. Now, it's still considered a sellout, and I think it will be – forget which one of those games, if it was Ford or LSU, where it was technically a sellout, but there were, like, you could see where there were some rows where students didn't fill it up or they left early or what have you. I think the cold, like, there's going to be some kid who doesn't dress warm enough and they end up leaving early. But I still think it's going to be a good crowd. And I I think once you kind of get back, being away, losing some games, I think once people get back, they'll get fired up. The Tennessee hatred will certainly bring it out of people. Uh, and, and I'm curious too if we got like, uh, was it Dylan who was our friend from Tennessee, where him and his girlfriend just hate each other for a day? Yeah. Yeah. And there's the other friend, and they all ride up together, and it like gets real ugly. Yeah, I really hope that that happens. We again. we need the update on them. Yep. We unfortunately do sometimes forget their names. Yep. <laughs> but 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 I think that like the excitement and the the hatred for Tennessee, it'll get back by Saturday. It's just, you know, it takes a little bit longer for fans to get over a loss, especially as one as bad as that Mississippi State game was. I think Saturday's crowd will be more reactive than proactive, where the crowds against Missouri, LSU, and Florida were just like, we're bringing the energy, baby, whether you all like it or not. I think the crowd Saturday is going to tell Kentucky, like, show us a little something, and then we will be be all yours. Then we'll get some blue-whites going. And I bet that, like, if Kentucky plays well – the crowd will be really, really good, but there, I think that fans just need to see a little something from from this offense, from the from everybody. So, uh, hopefully, the the UK's team is ready to go out there and rock and roll. A texter says, "Seeing some scuttlebutt that Goodwin is leaning towards decommitting." Any scoop, Roush? I'm not like. Is there really scuttlebutt out there? No, no. There must I, be because there is a couple well, texts. So here's here's the thing. I'm learning how this game works more and more now that I'm associated with a national recruiting company and that a top 25 player is committed to Kentucky, but he's taking visits elsewhere. That's just fodder to write about almost incessantly. So, like, he will do an interview after each visit, and then you'll get like a write up on like Tuesday or Wednesday about like, well, looks like this, like here's an update, but it's, is it, is it really an update? Like it's just, there's a lot of, we're talking about the same kid a lot. And they just keep saying that Alabama's a real threat here. And I mean, they're a threat, but I don't, I still don't think it's happening. He's going to be officially visiting this weekend. Um, I did think it was very funny that 
for his Michigan State official visit, he was already on his way home as soon as the game ended. So, <laughs> like, yeah. was Alabama on his list of five? Yeah, when he met. Okay, yeah, yeah. I but I, I know. Still, I, I haven't seen the scuttlebutt texter. Point me in the direction of the scuttlebutt. Well, uh, no, one of them was uh, there was a rivals guy who. Fact or fiction? Keontae Goodman or Goodwin will not end up in Kentucky. Or and then he just. It was like somebody who obviously doesn't pay close attention. Did he say fact or fiction? It was like fact. He's he's not going to go there. It's like, dude, this guy doesn't know anything about this recruitment, but he's got to write about it. Remember the thrill of seeing true or false on a test back as a kid? The best. That's just amazing. 50%. Just like, hey, you know what? I may not know this bad boy. I may know it. I may know it and confuse myself and still get it wrong. Oh, the confusing confusing worded ones were the worst. I'll roll the dice. uh, I also really enjoy... Did you ever do the thing where you m- try to make it like a T and an F? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Oh. Oh, if there's a gray area, buddy, I've been there. Yeah, you try to like make it look like a little bit of both, so then you can have the benefit of the doubt. Like, Man, I've written whole essays that were such bad handwriting. How are you going to grade what you can't read, baby? <laughs> and that's how they'd grade it. Couldn't yeah. read it. Bad. <laughs> Generally, pretty bad. School equal parts great, but. The test. Factor fix. Also, like, you can, and a lot of those true false ones, too, some pretty obvious, mm-hmm. like, red flags on some of the false ones. Like, oh, they're totally trying to trick me here. Not falling for it, test maker. Not falling for it. A texter on the, can, or, uh, ooh, on the Thornton's text line says, Hallelujah, thank God, baseball season's over. Baseball, NASCAR, soccer, NHL, and WNBA can all suck it. Wow. Not a sports fan. Yep, not a fan of NWSL either. The playoffs are happening. All roads lead to Louisville. Yeah, but no, I, no racing Louisville in the in the mix. No, unfortunately, no. I literally watch all of them except for WNBA. They you were really bad at scoring goals. Justin, the professional team in Louisville. Who's your favorite NASCAR driver? Uh, it would probably be Chase Elliott. What, is he is he the Eminem car? No, he's the nine. Um, why can't I think of a spot? Napa. Oh. Big Chase Elliott guy, though. Do you have a Chase Elliott hat? Uh, no. With, like, the big number nine on it? Nope. Have you ever been to Christmas NASCAR Christmas coming race? up. No, that's the one sport I need to go to. I've been to every other sport except for NASCAR. And if I and I, it won't be – my first NASCAR race will be Bristol Night Race. You've got you, – you could fit in well at a NASCAR race. Absolutely, guys. yeah. Yeehaw! Like, that, that's <laughs> – they're just you, – you've got the, the attire down. Yeah, for sure. Texture says, you open the first page of a Pekin Elementary History book, and you see this. And it was a picture of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Pekin Elementary History book. <laughs> I've got to see that. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Man. I was trying to think of a funny acronym and say, in Pekin, they teach CRT, but couldn't think of a clever enough one in time. Um, now, moments pass now. Candy. Can't reach tables. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody in Pekin's tiny like me. Uh, you sure about that? Yeah. There was, we had a couple giants. I thought it was called Pekin's because <laughs> Pekin over the countertop. 
Oh, can't peek it over the countertop. <laughs> it's just dumb. Just stupid. Texter says, fellas, sorry if you talked about this or I'm wrong completely, but I could have sworn I heard Dane Key that Brown was coming to UK yesterday on KSR. Thoughts? Y'all have a good one. Levi. Well, he Love said it. he's going to get him to, like, it was like the, Matt did the, so what, who are you going to, who, Who's in it? Like he asked him basically, how well do you know the kids in your class? He's like, oh, we're working on Barry and Brown. We're working on Emil Wagner. I think the, the Kentucky's in good spots for both of those guys. Uh, he didn't confirm it, Levi, but he essentially said these guys are who we're going after, who we're going to try to lock up, and uh, it's looking good right now. It's looking good right now. So the so the thing with Brown is like he's he's a complicated just, character. He's just diva, wide receiver diva. But like, Cats have had plenty of them. You would you would want, I mean, Trevor says no, but like you're not, he's not going to the Super Bowl without To. To biggest baby ever, bah, 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 bah. but you loved him on your team. I don't remember To ever throwing up because he was so scared during the moment. Mm-hmm. Trevor named his dog after somebody who did that. It was just so. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out well for the team nope. either, unfortunately. Yep. I did I did wish that Matt asked a, a nil question to Dane because I'm wondering how much. What kind of question would you ask? We asked him about like, following in his father's footsteps, and Dane was like, you know, just proud to rep for my hometown. It's like, well, speaking of your hometown, a lot of folks might be interested in nil deals. You had any conversations about that with anybody? Because I'm, I'm curious, like, if he's going to enroll early, he could be making money next month. Wow. You know? Stuff to think about. Which locksmith companies, like seriously, y'all get on it. Loving fruit. It's only a matter of time. I'm, It'll happen. I know. I know. I just I'm I'm curious how much they'd probably worked or talked about it, that. It doesn't even have to just be locksmith companies. I mean, TJ said like uh, housing companies, you could do car company, anything that uses a key. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's I mean, true. he the possibilities are endless even, with that name. Porsche Oval. Jewelry store, just a you know, key medallion. Yeah. Oh, or we'll give you the key to this. Key's a great last name. Yeah. Major key. A lot to play off of. Oh man. So much. Low key. High <laughs> <I> key. <laughs> you don't need to go into your holiday season low key. Okay. We're Come done. big we're, to we're, this we're, jewelry store. We're, we're gonna, bit. Yeah, we're bit. Before the year, I expected C-Rod out after this year. Glass half full. C-Rod right now has to come back with all the fumbles, right? Or am I reaching? Reaching. Probably still goes just because if you come back, you always you don't want to come back and then get hurt game one, and then that's just that. Mm-hmm. I still would be surprised if he came back. But I like your optimism, Texter. I like your optimism. A texter, oh, it's Robert. If Salsarita, if Salsarita ever wonders if these ads work, my pregnant wife has eaten there, eaten there five times since August, all because I listen to this show out loud while we work from home. <laughs> also, Goodwin to decommit. What is going on with the good? Where is that coming from? I don't know, man. I have no idea. No idea. It can't just be from Mike. That's what I mean. It can't like, just be from Mike Farrell. He's the one that does the fact and fiction, right? Uh, he does something, yeah. Also, Mike Farrell, that guy. Dude's totally mailing it in. Catch that paycheck. <laughs> well, not, hey, buddy. I mean, I'm go- I'm happy for him, but like he's, he not, is, he's not pounding the pavement. He's the anymore. rival. He's the godfather of football. Oh, right? and he'll tell you all about it, too. Roush gets so jealous with other media members. 
Oh, the the one that really bugs me is uh, Mr. College Football. Like, you don't just name yourself <laughs> Mr. College Football. Just and put, then, make your Twitter handle football co- College Football Genius. Oh, man. And you'll be the College Football Genius. How do you feel about the bear? The bear, yeah. that, that derived from something else, though, I yeah. think. Oh. Right? Like, that. <laughs> I don't think he named himself the bear. Gotcha. And that felt a little bit more organic. Mr. College Football. Yeah. <laughs> Texter says, why does Matt Jones hate TJ? I think because of my hair. Yeah, definitely the hair. And the fact that TJ is a homeowner and real estate mogul. That's, I think you own more property than Matt Jones does. That, and re- sell more. Which by, Left oh, and right. Unrelated. Let's talk about Zillow. Can we? Sure. Have, have you all seen what's what happened there? No. No. Okay, so Zillow, which many of you all I'm sure are well aware of, you use it to check out to look for new homes, right? It's a, the most popular app out there. There's a Realtor.com app that's sure. j- probably even better. But the Zillow, I did not realize that a big part of Zillow's company was buying and selling homes. And there was a TikToker who made a video essentially like saying, guys, I think Zillow's doing something they shouldn't be. And he's in this video, he spells out, what if you collect all this information from people. You can see how much money they have to spend on houses and what zip codes are the desirable zip codes. Then you go in to that zip code. You buy 30 houses for $300,000. And then on the 31st, you just buy it for $40,000 more than it's worth. You don't have to get it appraised because you pay cash. Now you have a new comp to where you can sell those homes that you've already bought $40,000 more than you paid it. That was kind of their idea during a hot real estate market. This video comes out. They say, wait, wait, wait. We actually, we slowed down our home buying because there was a labor shortage. Really, a lot of it was the real estate market pulling off. Um, But then they realized, too, that our algorithms and our price fixing isn't working. We can't sell the homes as as quickly as we can. And... Mm. their houses at resale value were for less than they paid for them, up to like 6% on average less. They were hemorrhaging money, lost $380 million in the last quarter, and they announced that they're completely giving up their home buying ventures now um, because their experiment in a price-fixing failed. Oh, good. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Suck it, Zillow. <laughs> I just love, too, that Gosh, like when people... the, the TikToker didn't say Zillow by name, but within a week they had to do like PR and all this sort of stuff. Mm, not good. Then he kind of came back and was like, huh, funny how this works. Like you just conveniently decide, all right, we're getting out of this business now. Funny how that works. That it's, is funny. Ah, suck it, Zillow. How did you know that if you don't go on TikTok? Uh, oh. It was actually uh, the Barstool article wow. summed up, was show me the TikTok. I saw a Wall Street Journal thing pre- before. Not going to TikTok because he's going to Barstool. Well, it was on Twitter. But did you watch the video? After reading my Wall Street Journal article, which so was not behind seen, a paywall, So you've seen TikToks? I see TikToks, so you like just TikTok. not on TikTok. <laughs> did you not see Saul? Did that. you see Saul? Of course I see Saul. You and Brooks see Saul? <laughs> Texter says, Justin better hurry up and get the movie rights to that Randall L story. <laughs> that story has Oscar written all over it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they got him, pal, and then they. 
I, I, <laughs> oh my gosh. I got in a huddle and they ran. Then all of a sudden he wasn't in a huddle and I just had a really good time. The thing I, is, like when you said, you know, you can be picky about that stuff anytime somebody says fun story or something along those lines. But it's always exciting to be like, all right, let's see how fun it really is. Oh, and there is nothing worse. I mean, it doesn't happen as much anymore, but you tell a story that you think is decent and they're like, oh, oh, and then you found $5. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> The five dollars thing, which is always just the mm. the word, the underrated part of that experience, Roush, is during the story when you see it in their eyes or in their face that you've lost them, and you just go, "Okay, do I or, do I even finish? Do I even do I just stop?" Or or when they act like they're actually caring about what you have to say, and then they drop the five dollar one, and you're like, "You son of a, you weren't even listening." That, yeah, that's a my brother Johnny special. By the way, I, I truly can't wait to meet him one day because he's just constantly roasting me. <laughs> My brother? Yeah. What if you well, just slugged him, like, just slugged him in the face? Stick together, nah, just, you know? Yeah, I just see he what seems like Johnny. Johnny yeah, pretty, seems like a fun rich guy. If he's making short jokes, it's almost like me making bald jokes at TJ, Johnny. That's true. Well, <laughs> a little suspicious. It really is. Here. Sure. <laughs> Anthony Thompson is likely the best IU football player, finished in the top four or five Heisman in voting in the mid 80s. Also, one of Jared's IU losses was a game that was rescheduled to the end of the season due to 9-11. That makes more sense because usually, you know, you, beginning of the year, that kind of a big game, but not, that that makes sense. And it was the – They canceled college football games because of 9-11? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, they, they moved them to the end of the year because um, I think the World Series was the first thing that was played, and it was like the following week. Oh, okay. On like a Monday, Sunday or Monday because um, that happened on a Tuesday. But the Anthony Thompson – so uh, the story that Freddie and them told, it was on the way to playing that IU team that had Anthony Thompson, and uh, the coach for the other team had said something like had said something the year before, and so they put the quote on T-shirts, and they like all the players wore the T-shirts all week. It was a very big deal. That was a big rivalry back in the day. Ooh, what if we brought back the Kentucky IU football rivalry before the basketball one? I'd be okay. With UVL that. and IU are playing in football, I think next year. Oh. So what a blast that's gonna be! You, well, hey, well, you can go to Carmel Stadium. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Yeah, you can drink drink some beers that don't yeah. come at Papa Murphy's. Get to see IU from just is it a, really at Louisville? I don't know. I mean, one of the games will be. Yeah, that's I think true. one was at IU, one's at U of L, and I think they're doing one in Indy. I don't know the years. Not a hundred percent sure it even starts next year, although I think it does. Uh, texter says, John here. Hey, John. Good morning, as always. Everyone, okay. I got a feeling for. I got a feeling. I got a feeling, a really good feeling about this basketball season. We'll beat Duke by 15-plus. It will not be close. Hey, yeah. Nick, I hope Melvin Ingram from you Steelers can help my Chiefs defensive. Always good to do business with you, my friend. As super fans of our teams, we made this deal happen. Wink, wink. We'll <laughs> got to go talk to you later. Oh, thanks, John. Texter says, like the enthusiasm. you may have heard me on KRC on Big X Sports Radio, Justin. Sir, I'd really like my martini. <laughs> the lady at the bar. <laughs> I, For what it's worth, I rarely say that I'm on it. I always just tell everybody, listen to KRC. You need to tell people that you're the big cheese on it. Sometimes I bring it up. Ooh, you know what's really don't funny? Don't say that word around So here. there's a... I don't, loves, loves cheese. I don't know if I told you all this or not, but there's cheese. a... There's a journalist from one of the local newspapers around here. He's been at like basically every game that I've been at this 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 fall for football. Finally, like week nine, he looks at me and he goes, "You know that Kentucky roll call in the morning?" I was like, "Yeah." 
He said, who's that scooter, dingus? <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun yeah. story. Oh. I looked at him. I was like, Ed, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> At your, yeah. here, here I am. Pretty pretty funny. He, he, did he start laughing? <laughs> yeah. He, oh, that's you? I was like, yeah. Well, the funny thing is he knew I was on the show. So, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, it was, it was just a funny I thought for sure that the story was going to be like, I hate that Kentucky <laughs> roll call and everybody that's a part of it. And you were going to have No, nah, he's, a, he's a big fan. <laughs> you were going to have He just didn't know who Scooter Dingus was. Great way to, great way to show, grow the show, guys. Talking about it in public might help a little bit. It is a really good show, you dinguses. <laughs> That's oh. a good point. But there's also a point where you don't want to be like, hey, I'm on the radio. You should listen to me talk because I'm, I, I matter. And it can just... Exactly. It, I, you know, folks that want to listen will find us. <laughs> if it's meant to be... It feels uh, like you, you have... There has to be a certain air of uh, self-worth to... Do the self-serving promotion in the middle of a seemingly normal talking two hours a day, and like yeah, we it's tough enough knowing that sometimes we just talk out of our butts and we don't know what we're talking about. A lot of times to have to go introduce ourselves to strangers as that being our profession. Understand? Like I don't want to go and be like, hey, I'm just a gas bag. It's all ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I'll ever be. Where if you just say something in real estate, people just don't care, and they move on. <laughs> <laughs> or they say the market's pretty hot, and you say, yeah, it yeah, sure is. Real and busy. Then, and then you say, uh, how, Two about, later, how, you're done. how about this weather? Yeah. You know, you just, it's easy to slide right off of it. Texter says, Nelly Air Force One was the first LimeWire download for me. Man, get to stop in the Air Force Still slaps. It really does. Oh no, Terry, don't bring up gas prices. Please don't trigger Roush this early. <laughs> Damn, Biden. It's, uh, I, I, it gets annoying. But, oh, uh, speaking of uh, Biden, uh, Jason Sudeikis brought back his Joe Biden on SNL. That was, it was a later one, but I just watched it, uh, I think it was two weeks ago. I laughed so hard during that. Like there is, it is Jason Sudeikis, good actor, good uh, comedic actor. He makes things funnier. And agreed. Man, it, I, it was it was very good. I know it's a week old. It is a week old. Yeah, but he, it was very funny. He is good. It. He did a bit as the devil. He brought that back on Weekend Update. So funny. Just oh, talking about I, all the res- things he was responsible for. Can I make a hilarious wow. stand-up joke and then we end the show? Uh, One more text too. Oh, yeah. okay. Goodwin rumors may be coming from their staff. I know a lot of folks around Charlestown. They have said there was always a greater than 50% chance that Goodwin would flip. They said it only increased after the visit. Not ironclad, but it's something. Oh, they've been saying that for a long time. Um, but also, like, I'm not listening to Charlestown's coaching staff when it comes to where Keontae Goodwin stands on his recruitment. Like, you know. Whoa, why not? Oh, oh, here we go. We've got the big, the big billboard. That news dropped this morning. Wow. They're partnering with uh, FTX, according to the folks on 13 Sports. That's the company that Tom Brady endorses that has the commercial with Giselle where he's on the phone. FTX is sponsoring a ton of stuff. Um, They were sponsoring that Barstool show that had a bunch of people in Michigan State, Michigan. They've been sponsoring a lot of things. The Umps in the World Series had an FTX logo on their jerseys. So uh, they're really flooding the market with a lot of ad money. That's that's huge. Did we just get news on the show? Yeah. It didn't come out after we got off the air? Happened right at 9 a.m. So, uh, yeah. 
I will, if they've got money to throw around, I know a radio show. Not big on self-promotion. <laughs> Pretty big deal. There hasn't been... Uh, Biden's European vacation hasn't been this bad since the Griswolds. Not a great movie. I liked it. That's all we got. Everybody have a good Wednesday. <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call. Okay. See ya. My blood.